You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of December 3, 2017, episode 59. Lord help us. From the City by the Salish Sea, I am AJ Barsay. And weighing in at 255 pounds, I am Chris Powell on this episode, Pop Quiz. What if the power goes out in your house and you can't binge watch Netflix? We'll help you avoid panicking. Plus, we'll share tips to enjoy the trend that's sweeping the nation. Happy holiday hibernation. Towards the start of December and all over the internet, AJ and I search for items that are the best bet. Technology watches and EDC gear that's built to last. Let's get this party started. This is the Bellingham Podcast. Up on the podcast, reindeers call. That's right. How's it going, AJ? Uh, good, Chris. I'm a bit tired. How are you doing? Uh, I'm happy to be in December now. Let's get this month started. Yeah. Yeah. November was spirited. It w- was. With snow and holidays and Windstorms. Yes. Uh, and so let's just enter into December with a positive mindset. I'm trying. On on that note, on the top of the podcast, I just want to remind everybody when you're driving this winter holiday season, whether there's snow on the ground or debris on the ground or you're just driving around, uh, give ample spacing to the people that you are driving around with. And when lights turn yellow, stop instead of trying to gun through it. That's my little public service announcement. If you want to learn more, hit us up on hashtag B-H-A-M- podcast bellingham podcast on twitter ham because it's tasty that's right so we got a lot to talk about yeah what's first well i have a uh i have a new watch tell me about your new watch aj uh so i uh my wife my loving wife uh got me a new watch that i have been eyeing i've mentioned it before on the show uh it's one of the snk 803 805 807 809 series uh hike 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 uh, which just means uh, black dial, uh, beige dial, green dial, blue dial. That's all the numbers mean. Uh, but the SNK 807 is what I have, which is the blue dial. It's I love this thing. It's it's a smaller watch, and I've mentioned before I've got a smaller wrist, so it, it works well with me. It's kind of that vintage 37 millimeter area. It's the wheelhouse. Yeah, I mean, uh, perhaps a, a bigger framed wrist gent like yourself may not, uh, this might not appeal to you. Um, it's d- substantially smaller than your SKX 007, if you're familiar with that, but I'm also doing what's called a watch fast. So, um, much like we talked about off the, the air, you know, you have, sometimes you have many guitars, uh, with me, I have many watches, mm-hmm. but I do kind of, uh, especially if it's a new one, I kind of stick with it for at least one month. Uh, one, it gives me something to do on Instagram. Uh, that'd be Instagram.com slash AJ Barsay. Of course. But, uh, but also it's for somebody like me who collects like you, you and I talked off the mic a little bit. You are a one watch guy. You are the unicorn in the watch fam. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, (laughs) I I have a daily driver and I've, I, at this point I have not gone over as I'm sticking my toe in the watch pool Yeah, and I have one that works just right. And it's my daily driver and it's what I wear every day and I'll, I'll swap the straps out depending right. on if I wear black or if I wear dark gray or if I wear... Because there is no other shade. Pretty much. Uh, dark gray is a, a distant cousin of black. But anyway, uh, a little variety that way. But the actual watch, watch, watch is uh, that stays the same at this point in my life. That yeah. may change depending on how uh, you're able to use Jedi mind tricks on me or through research I can uh, afford other... Uh, 
cousin devices. I, I will whittle you down, Chris. But no. Uh, so, I, I mean, I have several watches. Japanese made, uh, Swiss made. Just I, I kind of, I'm one of those weird collectors where I don't, I don't specialize. Like, oh, I want every kind of mill sub there is. Or, oh, I like chronographs. I'm, with that regard, I'm kind of more of, of a minimalist. Like, I like form and f- specifically the function. It needs to be able to tell me the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, I like day dates. So um, the SNK uses the exact same movement as ours, the seven uh, what is it, seven S twenty six movement, and so it's it's tried and true. I I timed it. It's actually plus or minus like two seconds um, when I haven't had to regulate it, which is great. So yeah, it's it's really cool and it's dirt cheap. It's like fifty five bones on Amazon um, in any color. Uh, I just like the blue because it kind of has that vintage um, IWC, like, kind of like the the pilots, World War II pilots era. It's got a Miramar dial where it has the hour track and the hour hand is smaller so that it tracks in the middle. And then you have the minute hand, which sweeps around the, the edge with all the minute indices. So AJ, you, were, you mentioned that you got this on Amazon? Yeah. Uh, for about 50 bucks or so. Yeah. Interesting. That could be a potential uh, reasonably priced uh, holiday gift for uh, a special someone in your life that you may uh, be able to get them something unique. Yeah, and we mentioned this before. If you go back to the the, the Father's Day edition, that's yes. when I first recommended this because I've been I've been eyeing it. But no, I got it. Uh, my, my I didn't. My wife did. Not Black Friday, which I think is the next topic we're talking yes. about. So, what did you do for Black Friday? Oh, uh, well. Uh, you know, had a had a nice Thanksgiving with the family. Uh, we drove down south, uh, south on Interstate Five. If you're from the I Northwest, five. that's right. Uh, visited some friends and uh, some some family, but uh, I got to go twelve rounds with some phone companies. So uh, I. We've, we've, we've ramped up. Uh, so uh, warning folks, this is going to be about a three or four minute uh, monologue. You, you don't see this right now, but I'm uh, pushing the soapbox over to Chris <laughs> so he can get it onto the, the public square. So basically uh, my family and I have used a uh, phone carrier that rhymes with lint. And uh, unfortunately for the past two years that we were under contract, uh, our signal in our residence was not very uh, not very strong. And as we are driving around this beautiful area of the world known as Bellingham, Washington, I see one X on a lot of my uh, phone signal readouts. And that was causing a lot of concern. Got to the point where we moved to another uh, wireless uh, phone carrier that rhymes with click it. Um, actually, no, that, why, why be f- funny about it? Cricket Wireless is, is an MVNO. We've In past shows we've talked about MVNOs. Basically, they provide mobile phone service uh, by jumping on the big boys' mobile phone towers. Cricket uses AT&T towers, which in this area ha- is saturated. Going away from a big company in which you have phones that you have acquired or paying a monthly fee for that are provided by the phone company... It is a daunting task, and you, we all know I'm a professional tech. I know how to do this stuff. I do this stuff for a living. I had, AJ, a horrendous time trying to get these uh, phones that were from Sprint to get over to Cricket, um, and here's why. Our contract was up. However, the phones that we had uh, in this promotion that they had called iPhone Forever back in 2016, this was on a lease plan in which... Uh, in order, in order to get this phone to work on Cricket's system, I had to pay off the balance of the lease, fair enough, and also to request them to get it unlocked. 
they can't do this in the store. You have to call customer service. Oh, no. And then I heard a, uh, the sound of millions of voices going, oh. Yes, I had to call customer service four times because you just can't get it done in one shot. And so Thanksgiving Eve, Thanksgiving Day, Black Friday, uh, and Saturday, I made four calls in four days in which I spoke with various people. And no, I'm not going to go explicit on this one, but I've these customer service people were not that helpful. They were reading off a script. I don't think the names that they announced themselves as were their actual names. I requested that the, these phones be paid off. Any balance that I had, I'm willing to pay off. Right. So I can, we've already moved over to Chuck cash. Cashola, they should be yours. Didn't happen. I had to get things escalated in, I know the call's being recorded. I'm saying in plain sentences, I'm not happy with this service. I'm not happy with this result. I would like to speak with your supervisor, please. I am you know, your script, my script. And eventually, mercifully, I got a call from escalated incident management. <laughs> Colleen from Sprint, thank you so much. You made my uh, holiday season start off in a good way. She figured out what was going on. And okay. let me let me make this clean. Unscrewed up what was screwed up. Yes. And so basically, uh, we are on Cricket uh, Wireless, in which I was able to save my family $60 a month Whew. on our bill and still have the same amount of data, if not more, and better cell phone coverage service. Here's the takeaway, boys and girls. In the future, you may already have a phone that you currently are using. In the future, when you are looking to upgrade a phone, and we've talked about this, what, every episode, uh, you want to consider buying a phone from the manufacturer, not from the phone carrier. Don't be like Chris. Don't get a phone from the carrier and go through this trip to Mordor to try to get it over to another uh, right. uh, setup. So if you're an iPhone user and you enjoy iPhones, go to apple.com, scroll down to the bottom of the page. We have a link in our show notes. And in small print, you'll see refurbished and clearance. These are devices that are up to Apple standards with a 90-day warranty that you can buy directly from Apple. And they come with an unlock SIM, which means... Even though I was using my phone on Sprint, it popped in another SIM, and it, oh look, I'm working on AT&T signals. Be, yeah, because you unlocked it, and now you really own it. Now I own this device. This is mine. I don't have to give it back and trade in for a newer model. If you are an Android user, we talked about this last episode, the previous yeah. episode. Um, if you buy a phone from Google, uh, get a Google Pixel. You will have a good experience with the software that is on there. You'll get updates very, very quickly. Yeah. And uh, if, if you buy it directly from Google, you will probably pay a premium because they're only uh, selling the newer model. If you go to, what is that website we always go to? Yeah, we don't need to say it. Uh, if you go to that site, that wonderful online shopping extravaganza, a Google Pixel phone version one mid-tier is about starting at 480 bucks. Also, if you go to oneplus.net, you can pay full price for the latest phone, but if you go to that website that we always enjoy going to, uh, this starts at 425. You buy this outright, you it's unlocked, you own it, go to the carrier that you want and uh, avoid this head holiday headache. Yeah, well, what really is kind of lame is that, I mean, you're, you're trying to get out of this, that's in you releasing it, that's fine. But man, to front up cashola, that much cashola to, to free the phones, yeah. right this close to the holidays, that that sucks. Uh, 
we could talk later about family finances yeah. and, and other things like <laughs> but, that. But we were good boys and girls this year, and so it was time. Right. But I guess what I'm hitting at is this is something else that you and I talk about is when you go, whether it's a, a device or a, a piece of leather or whatever, you know, cry once pay for it up front mm-hmm. and that way you don't have to get it you know coming and going like that's kind of your story kind of you ended up paying chris yeah at the beginning the middle and the end like we are dazzled by five phones 100 dollars a month well that's great but there's so much more that is lying underneath taxes tip- fees and to pay it outright if you want to own it or bring it if you don't want to get another phone to start over again. There's so much more that you got to consider. If you get a device, like you buy a laptop, how many of us lease a laptop? Crickets. Cricket no wi- fun. Yeah, no, no, cricket no, wireless. No, no yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we don't lease our technology, but we're doing that with our phones. Yeah. Very few of us, some of us lease our cars, and there's good reasons why. Right, right. And I'm not, do- I'm not dissing that. But... This is I'm beating the drum again. It's a it's a pretty sizable outlay of cash right out of the gates, but I guarantee you, folks, hit us up if you gotta if if you find this um, to be different. Area code two zero one seven three one eight three two four. Leave us a voicemail if you don't save money in the long run by buying a phone outright. And when you really do the math, so had a tough time. We're in a better space, a little less in the savings account, but uh, I think in the future, since we're saving sixty bucks a month yeah. with this new carrier, ten months—that's six hundred bones. Uh, that uh, that that yeah, less than ten months to be able to recoup what was spent. However, we get a lot better experience due to the increased signal coverage that we have. Groovy. So, pop quiz, AJ. Okay. Well, actually, recently. Uh, in this area, we had a couple power outages that yeah. affected a, a lot of people, and uh, how does one navigate a power outage? Now, I know this is this is a laughable question, right? The, but but it, it just it, it it dawned on me because in Bellingham, it's it is known that um, like if you're in downtown Bellingham, you usually don't go out of power. Like it's just very rare, mm-hmm. even out in the the suburbs, for lack of better terms, the of burbs. Bellingham, the burbs. You very rarely run out of power. Now, now your cable or your internet might go down. That's a different story. But power is pretty well, it, it stays on most most days out of the year. Uh, we had about three windstorms hit us yep. in the area back to back to back. And mm-hmm. we're talking like 40 to 50 mile an hour gusts. Glo- global warming exists style. Like there was, there was advisories. Yep. Um, and so anyway, uh, out where we live, which is out north of Bellingham, we, I mean, you and I think we went out of power like nine o'clock in the morning. I, we had multiple power outages, but it did not last very long. Yeah. However, uh, some people were out for quite some time. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm just up the hill from you and I, I was out for about two, three hours. And it was interesting because it's the first time since I've been in Bellingham that the power was out sustained. Usually we'll have a, it'll pop off and pop back on. And that causes havoc on your electrical devices, which I'm going to touch on in a second. But it also reminded me that not everybody, er, like I'm more of an outdoorsy person. So for me, I just go out to my garage. I grab my REI rucksack that has all my camping gear and I'm making coffee because I, I have backpacked, I have traveled the world, and there's one thing about me that will always exist. On a Saturday morning, I will have my cup of coffee, Chris, wherever I am in the world. This is taken from the book of AJ, chapter three, (laughs) beginning with the first verse. Thou shalt not be without coffee. (laughs) That's right. Um, So anyway, and uh, so I went out and I I started grabbing my, my, my kit and I realized, huh, self, 
do you think that everybody who lives urban is as well prepped as I am? And so this, this section I, I, I dubbed just a touch of prepping. It's a good refresher. Yeah. You know, if you're an outdoorsy person, this is going to be kind of a no dub. But if you are not an outdoorsy person and you just want to be prepared, whether it is in the event of, um, you know, hurricanes or or windstorms in our case, tsunamis, um, zombie apocalypse, whatever, you know, it's good to have some just bare essential tools. Okay, and all the stuff that I'm going to throw out is stuff that is not the extreme. Like I'm not going tinfoil hat, 299 days prepping type of thing. Like I'm just saying this is just stuff that every other person should have in a tote. Okay, no differently than you should have bottles of water. Just keep it around the house or the apartment. The first thing, really simply, an LED flashlight. That could work. And there's lots of them. You do not have to uh, spend $100 on a tactical anything, but I usually encourage you to look for an LED flashlight with a rechargeable battery or one that takes regular batteries and gets rechargeable batteries for it. That way, one, you're not, uh, here's my green part of me is talking here. You're not making a whole bunch of e-waste because that's kind of my shtick here. There is a company called Panasonic. They bought um, this really cool technology called Eneloop from Sanyo, um, both Japanese companies. And Eneloop is the, they're on the fourth generation of their battery technology and they're rechargeable batteries. Now, if you're saying, I've done the rechargeable batteries before, AJ, the problem is, is that once you recharge them, you sit them on a shelf, by the time you need them, they're dead. I got you covered. Eneloop has a different kind of technology in their cells where they have a shelf life of like five years. They don't deplete like the old school uh, NEMA NICAD rechargeables. They'll basically drop like to 80% and then just stabilize. So at worst, you reach you reach for, let's say you, you recharge them, you forget about them, and a year goes by and oh man, the power goes out. Well, you have at least an 80% charge. Now you're probably thinking, well, why don't I just get disposables? Think about it, folks. You buy a pack of disposable batteries, you leave it up on a shelf, power goes out, what happens? They're dead anyway. That's all happened to us. So at least this way, you're not throwing away, one, money, and two, make it more e-waste. At least this way you can recharge them. And the reason why I'm going with the rechargeable is the other thing I want to throw out there is, do you have a UPS, an uninterrupted power source? Uh, I have two in my house, one for my photography equipment, and the other one is attached to my entertainment center. Now, UPSs are super affordable. You can get them as cheap as about 50, 60 bucks. And this is uh, for two reasons. One, protects in the case of a power surge. And two, in the event the power goes out, your comms are up. Sometimes when the power goes out, your cable and your uh, internet can still be active. Or you can turn on the TV if you have local t- uh, rabbit ears. You can t- tune in to find out what's going on in the zombie apocalypse purge. Or you can use that to charge your devices. Again, this is emergency circumstances. And if you have rechargeable batteries and you need to charge them up, you see where I'm going? You have a big generator, basically. You take your loop, you plug it in, and it take, it siphons off, off of the big burly battery. Uh, I have links in the show notes for for some recommendations. Like I said, you do not have to spend the $200 gargantuan uh, solar power driven. It's just simple as the same thing that you would plug into your entertainment center. Use it for double duty. It protects your gear. And in the event that you need to charge something, it's there because you don't know. I was thinking like Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico has been without power for months. You know, here we're fortunate that we don't have those circumstances. You know, hashtag first world problems right here. We were out for a couple of hours. But it's just something I want people to think about. You can double dip with your tech in this case. The other thing that I want to throw out is a camp stove. I have several for different purposes. 
One for coffee? Uh, yes, one for coffee. I have a propane and a butane one. One for super light backpacking stuff and one for like truck camping. When you're using your camp stove, just public service announcement, don't use them indoors because that makes this thing called carbon monoxide. It's bad. It can cause bodily harm and death. So if you do use it, use it out in your garage, well-ventilated areas and stuff. But if you have that on hand, you know, you are you can provide hot water, you can cook. And the thing with hot water is uh, we have a local place called REI, which is great. Here's what's great is you can buy backpacking food. And I usually have backpacking food on hand anyway. Just grab like five of them, you know, and they, they're pretty tasty these days. Like you can have lasagna, chicken cacciatore and all this other jazz. Um, just carry, keep like five of them. They're basically civilian MREs, okay, mm-hmm. but tastier. And what's great is you keep five of these in a bin with all this other gear except for the UPS. That's going to be in your house anyway. And you're only out maybe 150 bones, but you're at least a little bit better prepped. That's all I wanted to throw out. Very good. You have a really extensive list uh, on our show notes as far as a, a good checklist. I only found a couple things that could augment yeah. or maybe enhance uh, your list. I'm a fan of light, and I, it, it, I don't fear a lot in this world. I don't fear people. I don't fear. I, I, I fear having to listen to today's pop music for eons and eons. But that's a different story. I like being able to see where I'm going right. in the dark, and that's when most power outages seem to occur when they're in the, you know, when the lights go out. Duh. Um, candles are are a good thing. However, I am very cautious about uh, suggesting that due to a potential fire hazard. An indoor oil lamp. Okay, an indoor oil lamp with lamp oil is a little bit less of a risk because it's encased in glass. Right. It has an adjustable uh, uh, flame uh, wick. Wick, thank you. And it looks nice. It does. It has a little bit of a touch of the old school. Uh, on that particular website that we always talk about that I'm not going to mention this episode, uh, you can go online and you can pick one up for about 20 hours. The thing is, an indoor oil lamp can burn for 25 hours. Some candles, you know, depending on what you get, they don't burn that long or otherwise you get wick problems with the wax. Wick, wax, wick, wax. Wick, wax, wick, wax. And then also don't forget to include an extra supply of lamp oil because you may run out because that's not going to stay around forever. Also, along the lines with the LED light that you mentioned, AJ, um, there are you see you see a lot of bicyclists use this, but to get an LED headlamp for your family may help as they are navigating around the house. So you don't have to take that oil lamp with you like the old person in their stocking cap and 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 pajamas as they're uh, walking around the house. To get an LED headlamp could help with just navigating in a darkened. Uh, home about twenty four bucks for a good quality one uh, that had a lot of good ratings from that site that I won't talk about. But uh, and also one other thing to consider, you know, athletes practice. They go through drills. They go. They run the plays. They will. Musicians will rehearse their their uh, songs that they're going to play live. Why not take an evening when you have the power in, on consistently in your house and simulate. Boom, we don't have any power. Turn off all of the electronics. Turn off of all, all the power off your phones if you need to. And just try to go through the process because the more you become familiar with the situation, the better you will be and to decrease the panic, yeah. as I mentioned in the hook from the intro. Uh, we don't want you to be in a state of anxiety or panic. You'll just be like, oh, yeah, power's out. Now we know what to do. Right. Uh, give this a try on a Sunday evening for a couple hours just to see how you feel. 
because the more you get used to it, the more you can uh, have success with it when we get these high wind storms here in Bellingham and to be able to uh, help with the family as well. Well, and also, especially if something's changed in your family situation, like I have a kid now, like I hadn't, I, I'm power goes out. I mean, I grew up in the in the woods. Okay, so like I'm used to that. But now having a wife and a child, like you know, if the power goes out. How do I, you know, how do I make food for my son? Mm-hmm. You know, there. It just it was a good. I I wasn't fretting. Like I again, we were out for three hours. It's not a yeah. big deal. But it, it it spurred on this topic. The other thing that it reminded me of, uh, in your local area, in the event of something uber catastrophe. When cell phones maybe do, don't work or the internet is super down, check around your neighborhoods and find who your local ham or amateur radio operator is because uh, I am one. I'm a ham radio operator, have been since I was a child. See my bio on Bellingham Podcast. I broke out my gear. All of my gear is always charged and ready to rock and roll. But it was good for me to practice just, you know, checking into a net and all this other jazz that I haven't done in years. Yeah. You know, I just, since I've been up to Bellingham, I haven't really rebuilt my, 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 my arsenal of radio array. Um, I still have my, my basic stuff, but it was a good practice for me and, and to touch base with some of the other hams in the, the, the area. So, um, check pretty much every community in Bellingham, whether you know it or not, us hams are around and it's just good to know because again, knowing being just a little bit prepped for small things like this in the event that something bigger happens. At least you can provide for your family. All right. Sounds good. So let's get, let's uh, finish things off with a happy topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the weather's getting colder. We're weather gonna, outside is frightful. That's right. So <laughs> we're, we're going to be spending more time indoors. AJ Barce, photographer extraordinaire. How do you spend uh, time when you're home during the holidays? So I've got two recommendations. Uh, one, I, I have uh, the YouTube on my TV that has a UPS. And I found this new channel called Watchfinder and Co. Yes, it's a watch related thing. This is really cool. So even even my wife can dig this. Watchfinder and Co. does these series these short series. Um, they're they're kind of like Hodinki and these other watch outlets. They sell you watches and and different devices and stuff. What's cool is they have the series called An Expert from Every Angle. I think it's the the series name of it. And they're they're it's listed under their watch reviews. And that's a horrible name because really what they do is they take a watch from yesteryear and it's new contemporary and it's gorgeously shot and the guy is very well spoken and well read. And for nine minutes or so, he will give you the backstory of where like the Omega Seamaster from yesteryear came from, why it existed, the purpose of it, of it being designed and built the way that it is and what it is today. It's not a sales pitch. It's just this guy telling you the history. It's like the a history channel of a specific watch or a brand or technology. So I, I would encourage it. It's really cool and it's really short. Even if you're not a super uber geek of watches, you'll learn, even my wife learned something, you know, um, why certain things are designed the way they are. It's an interesting story, which is a theme I think we're banging on all the time. Like stories matter. Right. Along that same lines, in my analog endeavors, there is a, I I pre-ordered this, uh, this documentary I've been waiting for to come out called California Typewriter. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a story, uh, I haven't watched it all the way through because I have a little one and watching feature films takes three days. 
Um, <laughs> but uh, Tom Hanks is in it. John Mayer's in it. And basically it's a story of, uh, you know, typewriters. And there is a subculture of people, I am one of them, who still uses typewriters. Take a look at it. It's on, you know, every outlet you can think of, iTunes, whatever. It's reasonably priced. I mean, it's probably you can get it at your local, you know, Film is Truth or something. Much less than a movie ticket in, yeah. the, in the monstrosity that we have here in Bellingham. Yeah, but if you're into, it, it is very differently shot. It's a, uh, it's very much shot like an indie um, documentary. But if you're into typewriters and analog tech, take a look at it. What do you, what about you, Chris? What are you hibernating with? So, uh, I, I always enjoy hearing stories mm -hmm. and I, I've gotten in really enjoyed documentaries as of late. And there's one that came out recently that I have on my hit list that I want to be able to, um, enjoy sometime soon. Back in the thirties and forties, there was a, a, a bombshell, yeah. uh, named a beautiful woman named Hedy Lamar. And she was an actress and she was the most beautiful woman in that time. The documentary name is called bombshell, the Hedy Lamar story. And this is a story about a beautiful woman who also was a secret inventor of secure Wi-Fi, yeah. Bluetooth, and GPS communications. That has my interest. Uh, check out imdb.com and then Bombshell for the for the uh, movie synopsis and such. And you'll probably be able to find it in various outlets like you mentioned. Yeah. Uh, it's a, probably going to be an hour and a half that's well spent. Uh, second thing is one that, you know, I always watch this about maybe uh, every quarter just to renew my uh, vigor for what I subscribe to. There On Netflix, there is a minimalism documentary. And especially as we're approaching the holiday season and potentially guilty feelings we have about spending a whole lot of money on presents that we, uh, you know, would be uh, inclined to give people. This is a, a way to learn about how your life might be made better uh, with less. And it, it's a great uh, journey of these two guys who, you know, are choosing experiences over things. And I found it to be very helpful. I saw the initial screening of it. I was very impressed. And it's on my regular Netflix watch list. I've seen it too. It's good. Finally, thus begins the season where we hear the same 20 or 30 Christmas carols. Take the halls with Stop it. Of Chris. Stop it. Stop it. Thank you. Um, we hear the, the, sim, the same Christmas carols over and over again. Got a new spin on it for you. If you like, hey kids, are you like me? Do you like that loud guitar rock music? Ja, 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 ja. That too. Uh, there is a guitarist named Gary Hoey, H-O-E-Y. He has been an instrumental guitarist for uh, since the late 80s, back in the MTV Headbangers Ball days. I've been a fan of him for now 20 some years. I've seen him play live. He's an excellent musician. He took these Christ traditional Christmas songs and rocked them up. Like Trans-Siberian Orchestra style? Or? Very similar. Trans-Siberian Orchestra is, is rather symphonic. Right. This one is chunk guitar. Oh, got with, it. With, with really nice melody lines like Joe Satriani and Steve Vai, and it, you know, very similar in style. Go to a website or go to your Apple Music or go to your Spotify and type in in the search box, Ho Ho Hoey. <laughs> Or just type in Gary Hoey because okay. one, he's, he's well known for like surf hard rock, but he also has done a collection, a two CD collection of rocked up Christmas uh, songs. Groovy. I definitely think this would put a different spin, no pun intended, ah. on your holiday music listening experience. That's cool. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Uh, that wraps up for this edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and everywhere else you love to listen to us, including 
Chris's very favorite. Tune in radio. Tune Thank in, you very much. Tune in radio. Uh, our show has uh, been greatly growing and also uh, the outlets that we're in. Uh, more and more uh, places are picking us up so thank you so much and a lot of that uh, has to do with you so on iTunes especially if you can give us a you know a couple of stars or give us a review we greatly appreciate it It just helps with the search uh, for other people to find us if you're in the Valley of Mary you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM low power low power community radio here on the heart of the city of subdued excitement on that note from the city by the Salish Sea I am AJ Barsay. And I'm Chris Powell. Thank you once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. What, you don't like my little deck the halls? Thing? I don't like deck the halls in general, dude. Really? What? I don't want to deck my halls. I want to keep them bare. That's a minimalist. Um, deck the halls with minimalism. <laughs> la 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 la.